Hi, and welcome to Intuitive Insights with Kim Beam. An intuitive reading is a reading of all the potential energies around a person. By reading the energy, it is possible to see potentials and opportunities to create the best possible outcomes in one's life. If you would like to be a guest on Intuitive Insights, please go to kimbeam.com and fill out a guest intake form. I would love to read the energy field for you and to help you find your way. So, Anne, one of the things I like to say is that life is a roller coaster and you never know what you're going to expect, right? Like it doesn't, mm, so, right? Like, although it makes me think of like our time together makes me think of my mom, my best friend's daughter who likes to YouTube roller coasters the night before she goes on them so that she knows exactly what to expect, right? She's, I have to find out whether or not this roller coaster is going to be more than what I want or like, right? So she rides them on YouTube the night before and decides if oh, it's that's too funny. much and then doesn't go on them if she doesn't want to. We don't get that right. choice with life though. No, no, no. You just have to jump on the ride and figure it out later. <laughs> exactly. That's what Tina Fey says. Tina Fey says, say yes and figure out the rest later. Like just figure out the rest yeah. later. Just say yes. Yeah. So I love that you said yes to like coming on today. Thank of you. Course. Yeah. So- You're welcome. I do know a little bit. So there's a part of me that's like questioning, do I know this because I know this or am I know this because I'm seeing this, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely seeing you on stage, not mm-hmm. in film, on stage. Mm. And you're wearing a corset, like you're wearing a, you're wearing an old like 1800s outfit. Like you are, yeah, you're doing the thing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like you get the, you get the big, you get the big flowers right at the end, you know, like and the, the boom, all the flowers, boom, they all like land in front of you. Right. And so I'm going to say that that means two, two possible two things. One, you do decide to take a part on stage, right? You do, okay. you do press into more stage work, mm-hmm. right? And it does sort of have the big feel to it, right? It has the, the I don't know if Broadway's ever been a thought for you, but it does have the like Broadway feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, or on the other side, if you continue to do film, I feel like the film door is opening for the big accolade. As cool. you would see a big accolade, as you would as you would look for the big recognition for your work. If that gotcha. makes sense. In a like, corset. I feel like, yeah. I feel like if you had, if you press. I'll be in a corset though. You'll be in a corset. Well, no, that you're just, just <laughs> acting. It's, it's the fact that you're acting. You don't have to wear the corset. That could be fun. <laughs> I have one actually. I don't mind it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I had to like season it and my body to get used to it though. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I have one for Halloween. For what? For Halloween. I have a red one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And do you have to like practice wearing it before you put it on? No, no. I never make it that tight. (laughs) I just let it be big. I don't know. Anyways. (laughs) Um, So I asked the question, where are you going? Right. Like that's the question that you have, right? Your life career. That's what we're remind me. Is that what we're we're talking about today? 
yeah, kind of where I should go. I mean, I could give you background or I could just let you go. Just let me go. And then if you need to, if you're like, you're not on the road I want you to be on, you can like nudge me over to the road you want me on. Okay. Um, I definitely see a little bit of travel, but it's closest to home. It's not, it's not like, I don't see plane, I see car, right? So it's travel that's close to home. And I'm also, oh, interesting. I'm getting the, do I stay doing what I'm doing? Do I stay doing the acting? Do I stay, do I stay in this lane or do I find another lane, right? Like, do I, do I press in and continue pressing in or am I, or am I at a crossroads right now where I decide which way to go? Spot on. And the road that I see, okay, so. So the accolade is the dream, right? Like that's how you know you've made it. Like, you know, like people like Brad Pitt and George Clooney and Scarlett Johansson and right, like Kate Winslet, they know when they've made it, <laughs> right? Yep. But there's, but then there's you and me where we're like, are we, are we make, are we making it, right? Are we doing what we need to do mm-hmm. to get to where we want to be? And are we where we are, where we want to be? Right. And I feel like there's a business opportunity that could be opening for you. Hmm. Somebody, somebody who has a business is going to come to you and say, Hey, I need this help. Or somebody you even might have a business idea. So I, um, I had some friends in Canada from Canada who I had met through family dynamics. Um, who used actors to train to train callers like so like if somebody if you call into like general mills or you call into like you know um hi i have a product that's no longer working right like you can call all the 800 numbers if there's a problem on your with your product and they would they would have actors call people that are getting trained for those positions to pretend to be difficult callers so that the people who are on the hotline of those companies would like, are you following me? They would get like the crazy actor, like who were calling in to see if they could handle and how to handle a difficult customer who really is bonkers. Right. So they would be acting for me. What? (laughs) That would be acting for me. (laughs) (laughs) So they hired, they had a company that helped train caller people who got called in the caller the people who answer the phone at the 800 numbers and they had actors who would call those numbers of the people who were getting trained and they would act like crazy people and then they would have to be calm and cool and collected and show that they knew their product Mm -hmm. um which is completely innovative and right like out of the box kind of for a company yeah and that popped in my head because i feel like the business that's that that has the potential for you, right? If you were if you were looking for your business and what you were going to do and you personally were going to do it, it would be finding a position that would utilize your and or other people's acting skills in a way that would benefit the community. Mm, okay. 
Right. Like if I hadn't explained the company, you would be like, well, why do actors matter? Right. But if you can make somebody who's really you whip them up and then they call do a call in and then they then the person who's being trained has to be like, oh, I'm receiving this phone call from this person and I have to be completely professional while they're nutters. Right. Like, (laughs) um, I feel like I feel like you have been in a lot of places in life that you've done a lot of things. You've seen a lot of things. You have done the restaurant thing and the bar thing, but you've also done some office things. And I feel like you've done some temping things. And I feel like you've done, and you've sort of retail. You've definitely worked retail too. I feel like I'm also getting a pool. I don't know if you ever worked at a pool as a kid, like as a lifeguard, but like I'm getting a pool too. Um, So I feel like you've worked across the gamut of most of the, traditional businesses and none of them excite you you know what all of them are you know the game Mm -hmm. you know the philosophy you know the nonsense you know pardon but you know the shit and you're just not interested in shit anymore like if this is something you're gonna do it's gonna have to be wildly different so Mm -hmm. i feel like you're done playing small you're just mm-hmm. done playing small and you're like, either I'm going to go and I'm going to go and I'm going to try out and I'm going to get, if you don't have your SAG, like I imagine you going and getting the SAG and then using the SAG mm-hmm. to audition the hell out of off-Broadway, Broadway. Hmm. Or okay. you're going to, I feel like either you're going to, but it's going to be big, right? Or if you're going to pivot, you might still take some acting gigs along the way while you build your business. Mm -hmm. Whatever that's going to be, it's going to have to be something that excites you, that lights you up, that gives you drive, that motivates you, and you feel delivers something that benefits the world. It's going to have a purpose to it, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, you could probably go walk into an ASPCA and like be happy as a clam for about four months. Mm-hmm. Right. And then and then you'll be bored out of your mind. And you would have every cat in your house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> right. You could do it. I mean, you could honestly go and work at a library and be happy for about mm, three weeks. Right. You could do yeah. it. But it's not the thing that's going to light you up. The truth right. is what has lit you up so far and all along has been the excitement and the independent nature of the work that you've been doing. I mean, you've had to do some things for stability, but on the other side, like you've had lots of things that have lit you up that you have done because they are things you believe in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to start the thing and I can't see the thing, I'll be honest. I can't, I can't see what it is. Let me step into it just a little bit and see if I can see anything about it. All I'm getting is something with nature. It's got, it's got something to do with nature, whether, whether you're in nature while you do it, right. You're living in nature while you do it or whether you are bringing nature to people Right. Whether you're I don't know, but I feel like somehow outside is a part of it. Interesting. Huh. And it's just a matter of like what 
lights you up and what brings mm -hmm. you joy and right. what are the things that make you feel most alive and then how do you how do you market that how do you turn right. that into something that you know in my goofy head i'm like trying my okay so you there intuition is a gut sensing you pick it up and then there's also like a head right. thing that comes in where you interpret it and you're like okay so what does this mean and what does this look like and so right. i don't always trust my head interpretations as much as i do my gut so my gut is something naturey possibly right but it's got to be something that lights you up and something that makes you alive these are things i'm certain of but then my yeah. brain wants to play with it and wants to like pick it apart and be like, well, what does that mean? And I'm like, does that mean that she like leads people on nature trails and tells them crazy ass stories that aren't true? Right. Ghost <laughs> she, like, stories. Yeah. Ghost stories. Like take people on murder mystery, the hiking trails, right? Like finds where somebody's murdered. And then you all like tell stories about how that happened. Right. Like I have no idea, but yeah. Right. Like it's something that lights you up and makes you excited um and gives you joy hmm. interesting seems cool well only if it only it only if it seems cool to you right like uh do you want me to tell you my interpretation of that or no yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Your, your interpretation so, is much better than mine. It's the one that, that you take and pull together and it resonates with you. So that's even better than mine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like my dream would be to like breed cats, you know, like I would just love to do that just because I love kitties and I just love having kittens. And that's like my favorite thing. But I also am a freak about like ghost stories. Oh. And you know how like you go to a city and then they've got these like walking tours. Yes. And I've mm -hmm. never thought about being part of that, but I don't know. Maybe that would be something that, you know, I should check with, out. I'm really close to ability, Open Lambertville. Yeah, yeah, right. With your acting ability kind of combines and, it. And your ability to tell a story and your ability mm -hmm. to like tell people stuff and the love of a ghost story. And outside, right? Like you do walk the town as no, not a town walker, street walker, but like you walk the town as you intentionally walk the town as you, <laughs> as you do a ghost story. And if Lambertville yeah. slash New Hope don't have them, I'm sure that you could like go to the library and dig them up and then just start your own business. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's plenty of, there's plenty of historical things that have happened in New Hope mm -hmm. and Lambertville. Yeah. Yep. Especially and I'm in um, Flemington and supposedly we have like a ghost walk or something. I've never taken it. I've never mm. heard anything about it, but supposedly we have one. So I guess that might be another one to check out right here in my own hometown. I have no idea. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And maybe the big accolades are you and I going to Sundance for a mail order ride. That would be, that would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be amazing. So for the listener who doesn't know, let me, let me bring you in on what Anne just said. Um, Anne is an actress who performed in a short that was written by a friend of ours, Sandra, who I actually is on a previous 
or sometime around in here, she's getting released as an intuitive insight like podcast as well. And Oliver's the director and I am an executive producer and we pulled together, well, Sandra and Oliver pulled together a team of people to help them make this movie, Mail Order Bride, about a woman who is a mail order bride to Canada. I don't want to give too much away for our little short, but it's going to be submitted to a number of film festivals, including Sundance. Yep. That's the dream. That's the dream. That is, that's the dream to be accepted at Sundance and go and experience all the wonderful things that we can at Sundance. Exactly. To go be at Sundance. Yeah. All the people we bump into at Sundance. Yeah. Get seen, get, you know, discovered who knows. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm in it too. I didn't even realize like I'm yeah. I'm in the short. Like I am actually an actor in the short, which I totally yeah. forgot until just now. Yep. <laughs> Did yep. you see the moment on my face where I was like, "Oh wait, I'm in it." Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I I, I, I don't know like- if our our scene is cut or whether it's just you talking. I don't know. I know a lot of changes have been made. Well, Anne is definitely in it because you are the bride and I am the doctor. I'm a doctor. Yes. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. I'm just going to try and tap into energy one more time to see if there's anything else that's lingering that like I'm getting the word unrest for the partner situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything, right? Mm-hmm. I and I and I and I say that I'm going to say this every time. Like I actually offended somebody because I wasn't willing to say whether they were straight or not, right? Like I'm not willing to say what gender preference a person has anymore. I'm not going to make any assumptions about a person's gender preference. So please don't be offended because I had somebody be offended when I said male or female, depending on, right? Because I don't, I try really hard to keep that out, right? Like your preference. Um, And I just feel like it's been a ship on sea of situations Right. And it might just be one situation that's a ship on sea, or it might be a number of situations. And I feel like you're trying to come into port. You're just trying to come into port could be actually it's two things, but they're not necessarily mutually exclusive. One is you're just looking for calm. You're looking for calm. You're looking for something stable. You're looking for peace. You're looking for calm. Right. And I think at this point, you're like, if that means I'm with somebody, I'm with somebody. And if I'm not with somebody, I'm not with somebody. There's a part of you that would like to be calm and stable with somebody. There's a part of you that's recognizing it's okay to be calm and stable without somebody. That your desire for calm and stable, calm and stable, is more important than being with somebody. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're making a preferential choice at this moment to choose you and calm and stable more than possibly a person at this point. Not if there were the possibility of a person, 
right? There is the possibility of a person. But you're also like, are you going to mess with the, are you going to mess with the system? Are you going to mess with this too much? Like, are you going to jostle my life too much? Like, are you going to take my snow globe and just make everything shine fly around? And yeah. now a new relationship does that by nature. Yeah. It does that. It makes the snow globe right. fluffy. And normally we like that at the beginning, but we hope that things begin to fall to the ground, right? Like, and settle out. And what does that look like? What is, that's why they always say it like six months or three months or some, everybody has a different number, right? About when you make those decisions about how things are going to fall together. For me, it's after mm-hmm. two months. And if you make it past two months and six months, I'm doing some really big analysis. And so I think, how do you, how do you manage another person's rocking boat with your rocking boat as the two of you are looking for calm and stable. And I don't know if that's a communication thing or if that's a time con like a time quality time spent together thing, or if that's a, I have to let down some walls and I don't want to thing. Yeah, that's, that's what I've got. All right. Do you want me to tell you how that, how that equates to what's going on? You can if you want, but you don't have to. I don't want you to feel any pressure from me. Okay. So um, we've been married for 21 years and uh, sex life right now is non-existent. <laughs> um, and, and our disconnect, you know, with each other is kind of prevalent, but we are also financially going through a big upheaval my husband's company ceases to exist soon. Oh. And uh, we've primarily been living off of his income and what I make is great, but it's not like we're dependent upon it. Um, so I just booked over the weekend, a trip, a local trip for us to go and to reconnect with each other. Oh, So to kind of discuss, you know, what we are going to do with our lives financially and also perhaps maybe getting another little other connection going that would be lovely so yeah so my big thing is you know i i've been a cpa i've been a lifeguard there, there's the swimming pool there i've you know been a waitress yes you're right about that no no retail though close oh, but no okay. not that i can think of yeah i can't really remember retail other than i was a shop owner in a short. I was a oh. shop owner in a short. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Who knows? But um, so now it's uh do I stick with I'm I'm also a realtor, but and I I love the freedom of working for myself through being a realtor and also through being an actress, just the the freedom, the flexibility, the not having to ask somebody for a day off or um, I don't know, just ha- having to live by somebody else's rules. I kind of get to make up my own rules. Yes. But also in a sense, that's also a scary thing because I don't have stability as far as financial income goes. So my question to you, you know, was what should I do? Like I, like where it should I, you know, stop doing 
real estate and go just get like a day job. But you're right. It's going to make me freaking miserable. I know that. <laughs> I'm going to be miserable. You're going to be um, miserable. Do, I am. I am. Um, uh, you know, do I keep going with the real, the acting thing? Will that, you know, ever come to fruition, which I would love it to, you know, like, so that's, that's kind of what's I feel going like, on in my mind right now. I feel now. like if you do the acting thing, I'm going to be really honest. It's going to, it's going to be Sisyphus on the hill. I feel like it'll just be you pushing all the time and it never, you never get downhill. You're just going to be working all the time to keep pulling up the hill. I don't feel like it'll ever be a, a downhill tumble easy for you. If that makes yeah. sense. I think that's what it is for most actors. Yeah. I you feel know, you're, you're constantly looking for a job. Yep. You're constantly auditioning. You're constantly doing something, you know? Yep. And if I could create something, Thing that is my own, like perhaps a ghost tour or something, you know, it could be something that would be a lot of fun. And you could have other people who give tours too. It wouldn't just be you. Right. Yeah. I'll have to put some more thought into that. Thanks, Kim. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank Yay. you. For, yeah. <laughs> thanks for joining me today. You're welcome. If you like what you have heard, Please like, subscribe, review, share, and sign up for a reading. The insights revealed on this podcast should not be seen as advice, therapy, or mental health treatment. Kim Beam and this podcast are not responsible for any decision made around or based on any intuitive insights given in this program. Use information at your own discernment. Decisions you make in your life from the insights here are yours solely.